Welcome to Picture It Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Cindy. <laughs> this is a podcast devoted to the 1980s classic, The Golden Girls. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand by the mile. When you live in this town, each day is sublime. The coldest of winters are warm and divine. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand by the mile. There's ball clubs and nightclubs. Till morning, then lie on the beach. Each view is a postcard, each day a great time. The cream of the crop hits the top of the line. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand by the mile. Miami, you've got style. This week's episode is called On Golden Girls, which originally aired October 26, 1985. Blanche's 14-year-old grandson comes to Miami for a visit and brings a new meaning to the term generation gap. (laughs) Meanwhile, Dorothy studies for her French final. (laughs) I love that that's in the synopsis and it really is not... They're, they mention it, like, three times, and, like, not in detail or right. anything. I didn't even know she was studying French until this episode. Yeah, and I'm like, why is she studying French? Like, anyway. That came out of nowhere. Right, exactly. Okay. So, uh, we open on, you know, the girls in the kitchen and all that, and they're all... Is that where they were? Yeah, they were in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, uh, Sophia was cooking. Yes, and Blanche talked to her daughter Janet on the phone. Turns out... Her and her husband are going to Hawaii, and they need somewhere for their 16-year-old son, David, to go. So they decided he needs to go spend time with Blanche. Uh, and she's kind of worried about it because, you know, he's a kid, and he's going to ruin their lives and all that right. kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Did they, at the beginning, did they say he was 14? Cause Before, I said 16. I thought he was 16. Okay. Maybe he wasn't that old. Maybe I was imagining, like, a child for some reason. And then he shows up, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, he's a teen. I think they mentioned somewhere that he's a teenager. Okay. I think he's 16. Maybe he's 15. Yeah. Well, the description says 14. Oh, it says 14. Okay, However, so he's 14. the actor playing David does not look No, 14. he looks like 16 or 17. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I guess it, he is 14. You did say 14. I sat here and heard you read that. And <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be the expert here, Brooke. <laughs> Crap. Um, <laughs> You're letting us down. Oh, and... Um, what is what does Blanche say? It says something about they say something about cellulite. I totally didn't write that down. I know, but she says, she, but she's like, I'm talking about my grandson. I'm not talking about cellulite. Yes, yes, that's what she says. And then, and then they're, and you know, and Rose is all like, what? And uh, and and Sophie's like, she said she has cellulite. And then and Blanche goes, those are dimples, you know. And then Sophia goes. Dimples are on these cheeks, and, and like, she points to her face. face. It's so great. Oh God. Um, oh, I mean, dimples. He is right, though. Blanche. <laughs> let's be honest. I don't care that you're air quotes thirty nine. <laughs> yes. Everyone's got cellulite. <laughs> Blanche Devereaux, comma thirty nine. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um. Anyway, uh. They're trying to figure out what to do with David. Like, oh, what do you do as a teenager? And so Rose starts naming all this stuff to go to, you know, SeaWorld or whatever, go to the Everglades, all this stuff. And then she ends with Rambo, you know, because all of a sudden she wants to see Rambo. And Sophia's like, Sophia's like, uh, I've seen it three times. You'll love it. He never puts a shirt on. (laughs) And I'm like, not so sure about that because I never, no, I don't. No, sliced alone. Nope. 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 Honestly, the only connection I have with Rambo is my mom has an elderly neighbor. 
and her dog's name is Rambo. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's elderly, grouchy, and she says, Rambo! Rambo! That's awesome! So that's the only, I'm like, no, don't talk about Rambo. It's a bunch of old ladies, and then Rambo! Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so that's what I got old out of that. Old ladies and Rambo have a good connection, have yeah. a connection for you. Okay, Apparently. that's hilarious. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I, my only, co- so, well, there's a street named Rambo that's real close to, to me. Uh, which is amusing to me every time I drive past it. But um, when I worked at a call center, uh, <laughs> this uh, one of the girls got, um, oh, well, crap, what is his name? I can't remember what, oh, and somebody's going to be shouting at me. Um, <laughs> whatever Rambo's real name is in the show, and oh, she got somebody with his name, and she had it posted up. She had it posted up at her desk because she thought it was hilarious. Because whenever we'd get people, you know, like, if you talk to somebody named Michael Jordan, it's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that is funny. Um, I never would have thought of that. That's one way to amuse yourself at the call center, if anything. Um, John? Yeah, that's his name. I had to, like, look it up. I was like, what was his name? Could have just started naming names. Would have come to it eventually. Right, exactly. <laughs> John. Anyway, yes. And so then I was like, what was his first name? Anyway. Uh, but she had uh, she had it pa- uh, plastered up at her desk, and then she wrote like first blood or something underneath <laughs> it. I'm like that's awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I never really watched it. Like you know, my brother was into those kind of things, but I never really watched that kind of stuff. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like I said, he's not not my kind of not my cup of tea. <laughs> I just know Rambo the dog, <laughs> which is probably the best Rambo. Probably. He's for at least the two of us. He's a poodle. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. I digress. As I say. Okay. Anyway, um, so Dorothy is studying for this French final or for Shazam or whatever, as yeah. it said in the synopsis. Um, and she's freaking out because she's like, I can't study with you guys around. I'm going to study with the teenager, you know, and that's exactly what Dorothy I'm like, sounds like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there's like 17 rooms in this house. Why can't you go in one right? of the rooms and shut the door? Looks like you live in a hotel. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, there's four bedrooms. She can go outside. It's my It's nice. It's going to be nice. Yes. Oh, and she Dorothy. just wants to whine for some reason. I love Dorothy most of the time, but she was just being whiny because of this. I don't blame her. Finals uh, are stressful. Yeah, I guess. I complained a lot when I was taking finals. I probably did too, but that's <laughs> been so long I don't remember. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, so, you know, they have to figure out their, of course, every time someone comes to stay, they have to figure out their sleeping arrangements uh-huh. because even though this house has 17 rooms, it only has four bedrooms. Right. And each has a bathroom. But, um, uh, so Sophia and Dorothy are going to bunk together. And Sophia's really not cool with it because nope. she says that, that Dorothy snores. <laughs> and as somebody who snores, I'm, you know, I, I kind of feel for her, even though she doesn't think she snores because I didn't think I did either, but apparently I do. Nobody thinks um, they snore. Yeah. Um, it's really bad. Like, allergies. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Uh, but, uh, it's hilarious because Sophia says, yeah, you snore. I think less disgusting noises come out of Ernest Borgnine. And if you don't know who he is, he was an old guy that was in a lot of stuff. But he was a younger guy in a lot of stuff in the, like, 50s and 60s and 70s and stuff. Oh. But uh, he was in uh, the original McHale's Navy. He was in The Wild Bunch. Um he was in the Dirty Dozen, and for any young listeners, he was the original Mermaid Man on SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, but he did pass away in 2012. So oh. yeah, so that's no more. But um, well, no, I'm sad. Oh, see, out of but all those things, if you saw I know him, but if you Man. saw his face, you would recognize him and go, "Oh, I've seen him. He played an old guy in oh. fill in the blank, and you'd know who he is." So nerd alert. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He's been in a, lot, a whole lot of stuff. But, um, uh, anyway, and I thought that was amusing. Because there's another, like, snoring joke later that I like. But, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anyway, uh, Blanche is freaking out. She's got a phone call that David's missed the plane. She doesn't, or she comes in she comes because she's gone and he's missed the plane. And I don't know why I said phone call. She got a phone call earlier about him. Not now. Yeah. Okay. So she's she at the in. airport and yeah. she comes back. She's freaking out. David wasn't on the plane. Nope. You know, and they're like, "Oh, you know, it's not a big deal. You got to do all this stuff." And she's like, "No, I waited for this amount of time. You know, an hour or whatever." And he never showed up. And <laughs> Rose is all like, "She's like, I missed, I missed a plane, plane once, and a train." And, of course, you expect, like, a you-missed-a-boat joke, but uh, instead... <laughs> Sophia interrupts her and says, Rose, you miss a lot of things. Yeah, which is still just as funny as her missing the boat, so, right. you know, maybe even funnier. Uh, <laughs> although, you could have gone with more jokes after the boat, because then she would have been like, I've never been on a boat or something, you know. Oh, well, there's another good boat joke mm. later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the, the doorbell rings, and... Uh, Blanche opens the door and it's a cop with David. Apparently, he snuck into the bathroom and w- took the flight on from Miami to Freeport, Bahamas. Um, and he's like, I just had to go to the bathroom. And then mm-hmm. I thought while I was there in the Bahamas, I'd get you some perfume in the duty free shop for you and your friends. <sighs> you know, and. Likely story. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, 14 year olds full bunch of uh yeah <laughs> and so blanche like flirts with the cop how how can i repay you blah 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 you're so great you know and uh of course um of course. and you know and he leaves and then they're like talking to him about it and well, in blanche's defense for flirting with the cop he was a very dapper looking oh, officer right, yeah. I don't know what they wore in the 80s on police forces, <laughs> but on TV, they looked great. He had the hat, and he had the, was a double-breasted coat. Oh, right, yes, yes. He was dapper for just yeah. some police officer knocking on doors. <laughs> Bringing in delinquent children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, and they're like, oh, we're so glad to finally meet you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I believe that if he believed the Bahama story. So... Yep, he really was just full of it. Yeah, being, you know, a mischievous child or whatever. Um, yeah, I totally forgot that he was 14. Yeah, he, and, and so the way he acts. Now, like, after, now after seeing it and then thinking about that he's 14, then I'm like, he really was a little shit. Uh. Yeah, what a little shit. 14-year-old <laughs> uh, anyway. in a 17-year-old's body. I <laughs> know. Um, I knew some of those kind of people, though. Oh, no. It's like you go to school with people, and it's like, they just don't look, like, I I looked like I was nine till I was 16, so, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, I was four and a half feet tall for most of (laughs) Uh, You're taller than that now, if that helps. I was four foot 11 at 16, and I grew an inch and a half after that, and that was it. So, I'm five foot, and half of an inch. You're taller than that, surely. Nope. <laughs> okay. I've been measured. <laughs> I've been measured. My mom had me tested. <laughs> and turns out I am special. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We digress. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, they're all talking about him you know oh he went he purposely went to the Bahamas and all that and it's funny because Rose like like kind of taps on his arm for him to sit on the couch and sits down next to him and goes I went to the Bahamas once and he goes what on the Nina the Pinta or the Santa Santa Maria Maria? like oh (laughs) bam and um shithead's got jokes oh yes he's like he's uh he's got the zingers he's Um, Left, right, left, right, something mean. Yeah, he was, he they was pretty mean, sassy. but they were funny. <laughs> oh, they were so mean that Cindy's feeling bad about it. I love it. <laughs> it's like, oh. Anyway, uh, which I thought was pretty funny, because then she goes, it was a DC-10. I don't think it had a name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. It's like, oh, Lord. Oh, <coughs> Rose. Oh, Rose. Uh, anyway, so, you know, David... It's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go get a burger or whatever, or pizza or whatever. I think this time he goes to get a burger. He's like, I'm yeah. going around the corner. I'll see you guys later. And they were like, we were going to make dinner. And he's, eh, whatever. I, I like leftovers. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, man, leftovers are great. And so he leaves. And Blanche goes, ah, what can you expect? His father's a Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Which is so funny because I never think, like, not that people, not that I've experienced people being in the, nor- like, nor- more northern of us being rude or anything, right. necessarily. I mean, I've been lots of places, but, like, some people do talk about how super nice people in the South are. I personally am not one of those people. Oh, my gosh. But just, I mean, I think I'm nice enough, but I don't think I'm super nice. But there's some people who are way too nice. Somebody at work the other day, he mm-hmm. was from, he was from New York. You could tell it from his accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in Kentucky, for all the listeners who don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And I work in fast food. Oh, and we work together now. Oh, yeah, too. we do work together now. But mm-hmm. at my other job, um, it's a fast food restaurant. And, I don't know, I was talking Your to this customer. old job? that's not important um (laughs) and he was buying a coffee and like i pressed the wrong button so i charged him for a small coffee but i gave him a medium-sized cup Mm -hmm. and he's like man i love coming down south everybody's just so nice (laughs) and and, you know we just talked and talked about coffee oh technically i'm from out west i didn't by way of the south i was just you know, I owned up to my yeah. southern roots. Because you have lived here a good chunk of your life. <laughs> 10, 11 years. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, you're you're surpassing how long you've lived anywhere else now. This is true. So you're long. right. I'm a southerner now. That's crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> stereotypes are true. Yeah, yeah southerners yeah, I are so. nice. Because, <laughs> like, another digression. Like, I feel like my family, my dad's family is super nice. And I feel like the black sheep because I am not as nice as they are. And it's not that I don't want to be nice. Right. I just don't want to talk to people. You're <laughs> you're aloof and blunt. Oh, but right. you're not mean. Well, okay, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> you're not mean or but they're spiteful all, like, or racist. Super, they're all really super sweet to everybody and really <laughs> nice. And, yeah. And I hope to be as half as nice as most of them are. But I'm like my dad. So. You think I'm nice. Meet my mom. I have met her, but get to know my mom. No, yeah, just the one day that the one afternoon I spent with your mom, she was really great. So you know, she's like that all the time. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? (laughs) It must be exhausting being that nice. I know, (laughs) but it's definitely it's definitely easy to see where you get it from because not that your sister that I know is not nice, but she's not like you. (laughs) Not to you, definitely not to you, but. <laughs> she's more like me, I think. Right. She's blunt. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's very blunt. Which is why she and I got along very well. <laughs> I get it now. I do. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, she's de- she's definitely in a different sort of vein of being nice. Um, this is true. Anyway. Back, back to, to the golden back girls. Back to the golden girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Oh, yeah, um, Sophia, you know, of course, they're kind of like, geez, that was rude, kind of like, you can tell by looking at him, and they're kind of like, ugh, taken aback by how, like, much of a jerk he was, and Sophia's like, I would have laid into him with a melon baller, and, um, because <laughs> it's got a good weight and all this right. stuff, you know, and I thought that was pretty funny, and I'm like, I never think, like, I don't know why, but I, that melon ballers just, it just didn't seem like she would have had one. Like, that she would have, it all seems, right. maybe it seems like a newer invention to me just because it was something that more rich people had, and then yeah. we had one, like, when I, you know. <laughs> I've never held a melon baller in my hand. I don't know I what that says my about my social status. <laughs> right, I remember my grandmother having one later on. Did because they ate a lot of, No, no, um. <laughs> We had one of those paddles with the ball and the elastic string that the ball had come off of. <laughs> so it was just a that's, paddle. And so it was just a paddle. Oh, and, that's funny. Yeah, and it was one from like the 60s from when my mom nice. and her brothers were kids um, and when my aunt was born. And so I think all of them got paddled with it if they ever got paddled. But yeah, I, yeah. I'd like I, to get a melon baller, make some jello shots. <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> Instead of putting them in the little cups, just make them like little. Yeah. Nice. Um, no, they ate a lot of cantaloupe and stuff, so my grandmother ended up getting one. Cool. On my mom's side, that is. Uh, <laughs> but I have one because I bought one for like a dollar on clearance, and I just remembered that I had one. Nice. Would you beat somebody with it? Eh, mine's sort of a medium range heaviness. 
I think a nice one from Pampered Chef or something would probably be heavier duty, yeah. you know. Sophia's a cook. She would have the nice one, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I can see her going out going at Dorothy with one. Yeah. Or Dorothy's brother. <laughs> or their other sister. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. She's or Dorothy's ex-husband. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so then Rose tells her story about oh. about her punishments, you know. On the farm. Yes. She was talking about whenever her her siblings got in trouble, they would have to go out into the barn and milk the cow. And Alice, her name was Alice. Cow Alice. And <laughs> it, have to sit on the stool to milk the cow. And Blanche is like, whatever, didn't you have to milk the cow anyway? And Rose is like, no, Alice is the one who had to sit on the stool. <laughs> and she starts to go into the spiel about why Alice the cow had to sit on the stool. And there was a, a plow accident. And Dory, <laughs> Dory? Dorothy interrupts her and says, like, Rose, 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 why don't you save the story for when David comes home? <laughs> and be his punishment. <laughs> it kind of makes me sad, though, because, like, That's... I wanted to hear that right. story. <laughs> I want to know about the cow. But it was so great, because the look on Rose's face was like, oh, okay. Oh, and then she's like, it can be his punishment. And then Rose is like, oh. <laughs> I know. So sad. Like, oh, they sweet are Rose. So, they are so good with their facial expressions. It makes you believe, like, I don't care. I will always talk about the horrible continuity throughout this show. Mm-hmm. But it's their performances is yes. what does it. Oh, gosh. Every one of them. I don't want to spoil the next episode, but Betty White kills it in the next episode. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's a good one. Um, oh, it's, oh, yes. St. Olaf Story's Punishment. Anyway, so we cut to... Uh, nighttime. One of the... I don't know who's who's staying. Is it's Dorothy's staying in Sophia's room. room. Okay. Yeah. Because later, I think that's actually Dorothy's. Or anyway, because well, some of that stuff kind of changes later. Anyway, continuity. Yes, like or said, they rearrange. Um. Uh, so <laughs> we cut to Sophia and Dorothy in in Sophia's room. Uh, Sophia's like sitting on the edge of the bed, like <laughs> she's like feverishly filing her nails. Like it is. <laughs> like the audience members were giggling. Intense. We were like, like because she's just like. <laughs> And I'm like, she's ripping her nails to pieces. Right, because, like, nothing is happening. Dorothy is sitting at the vanity. She's trying studying, to study, yeah. And Sophia, it's just this mundane-looking scene, and then just nail filing. <laughs> just so intensely. And then she, like, stops and, like, blows on <clears throat> Yeah, and she's like, you know, kind of thing. And then she goes to the mm-hmm. desk where Dorothy's got all her stuff laid out, and she's trying to study, and she opens up, like... Her some cold cream, her cold cream. cream. Yeah, and, and then she starts slathering her wrist. Yeah, she's like rubbing it on, and then like, like she has to rub it on, and then like smack it in. It's like, how, what? What does that do? What is this routine? I don't understand. Maybe it's different for older people. I don't know. <laughs> it's great. I don't ever want to be old enough where I have to slap the lotion to get into my skin. <laughs> I want my nails to be strong enough to take that kind of right? filing, though. Right? As much as we have to wash our hands at work, I mean, really. Honestly. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so, and so then, and then she, then. Dorothy's kind of like, ah, oh, because it's driving her crazy, and Sophia goes around to the other side over to a mirror, and she starts, like, plucking the plucking hairs out of her hands. chin, and I think that's a bit that they cut out of, on TV, because really? I don't, yeah, just because, you know, they always cut stuff for time if it's yeah. not important. Um. And she's like, and, and Dorothy's just staring at her like, oh my god. Because <laughs> she just can't handle it. And um, it's so like, you know, they're, they're talking about it and, 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 and Sophia gets in the bed and she was like, you know, I'll quit. What did she say? Something about quit breathing? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, I'll just stop breathing kind of thing. And, you know, it's funny. And Dorothy decides that she's going to go to bed. Nah, you know, whatever. She can't do it because oh, her no, paper was complaining. Yes, because yeah. her paper. Yes, yeah, she's writing. Her pencil was so, too, too loud, and Sophia <laughs> can't handle it. She's like, "Fine, whatever. I'll just go to bed." You know, whatever. And um, and so she gets in the bed, and this is one of my favorite things because <laughs> um, this whole bit because Sophia looks at her and she's like, "You're getting a cold." And Dorothy's like, what? And she's like, I'm a mother. I can tell. You're getting a cold. <laughs> and Dorothy's like, what is this? The curse of the cat woman? <laughs> and, um, and then, and then like, 
she she kind of like lays there and then she goes what is, you know that what's that smell and then Dorothy says that yeah and then Sophia's like what I don't know what you're talking about and then Dorothy goes did you put something on <laughs> and Sophia says that she put on some Bengay for her knees for her knees so some Vicks, Vicks on her paper ch- robe. <laughs> yes Vicks paper robe. and then some deep heat you know on something her, on, on her, her neck. neck. And uh, <laughs> and Dorothy goes, "What are you trying to do? Pickle, Pickle yourself, yourself so you live to be a hundred? <laughs> and Sophia's all like, "Sophia's all like, oh, I'll rub it off, and tomorrow I'll be in a wheelchair." <laughs> That's a little how she talks. Anyway, um, and then the the next part is hilarious. Uh, too. And then you know it's quiet for a sec, and then Dorothy starts like tossing and turning and grabbing the blankets and you know trying to get co- comfortable. And Sophia's like, "Keep that up, and I'll have to need some Dramamine." <laughs> and I really related to this scene. I used to love this scene because it was just hilarious, but I really related to this scene with my husband traveling a lot because then he comes home like he's gone for five days and he'll come home for two days or whatever. And um, yeah, it's kind of like that. After being in a bed by myself for a long time, and then somebody's like snoring or rolling over, <laughs> and it's just frustrating. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Why don't I have any covers? Oh, because there's 225 pounds of person taking it all. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I digress again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Dramamine thing, I love that bit. That was it's pretty good. fun. Um, I'm I'm so and like then, Dorothy though. I toss and turn. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I do sometimes, but not all the time. Um uh but the end, like the end of our our nighttime uh scene, uh Dorothy finally gets comfortable and then all of a sudden you hear <laughs> And Sophia's like trying to clear her throat and she's like, "What was that noise?" Dorothy says, "What was that noise?" Sophia goes, "What?" Noise? And she sits up all alarmed. And Dorothy's like, the, no- the noise you were making with your nose and your throat. And Sophia's like, I got a post-nasal drip. What do you want me to do? Drown in phlegm? <laughs> and that also relate to you because that is me. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, anybody who listens to this is going to have too much information about me by the time it's over, I think. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. For being honest. See, and then I had to clear my throat. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, now I'm already thinking about, like, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really have to. I'm just thinking about it. Um, anyway, so they get comfortable. They get comfortable again. And then... Then they have a sweet moment. They ha- yes, they have such a nice little moment. Dorothy kind of chuckles because she remembers being scared and have... Or was it Dorothy that remembered it? Or was it Sophia? And remember being scared about... Having a bad dream bad about dream. the bear. <clears throat> yeah, she goes... Dorothy was like, I hated that dream. And Sophia says, a bear was eating you. What's to love? <laughs> like, I can't imagine. Like, she was a little kid having a dream about a bear eating her. That's scary shit. Right? <laughs> Holy crap. Too many Goldilocks I know. stories. Like, those are some violent Goldilocks stories she was told. Well, I mean, they were Italian. She probably heard the original Grimm stories. <laughs> to be fair. Good point. Are there bears in Italy, though? That's what I want to know. Oh, this face. This face she's making is amazing. I don't know. Are there bears in Italy? I don't know. View Listeners. <laughs> send us a tweet. If you know whether or not there, there are, are bears, bears in, in Italy. Italy. Yes. I love it. Um, but, like, this whole thing is, like, one of my favorite bits. Like... It's sweet. It's yeah. We've all had these moments with our mothers. And, if you're close with your mother, yeah, like you know the tossing and turning and all that stuff, and then this whole nice little thing, and yeah. and I love it because Sophia goes, "You'd come into the bedroom and go, and you were so polite. You'd say, Mommy, I had a bad dream. Can I sleep with you?'" And I love that she talks in that deep voice because Dorothy has a deep voice, yeah. and it's it's such a funny like sort of insight into how she was as a kid that she's always had this deep voice, and that she's also always been. A large child, I guess. Because, you know, she's a very tall lady. Because Sophia said... Oh, because Dorothy says, I always felt safe with you. And Sophia said, I felt safe with you when you were three! (laughs) Sophia's so tiny. but uh, little baby Sophia. But if if she... You know, if Estelle Getty was actually the age that Sophia was, she probably would have been taller. 
at some point in her life. She would have shrunk some. I mean, my grandmother's like four nine, and she was like five foot tall back in the day. (laughs) She's still so small. Yeah, so I know what I have to look forward to. You're going to be a little Sophia. Yeah, I am. And my um, my husband is six foot one, and his his dad only shrunk like one inch. So his dad was like six foot when he passed away. So there's going to be way more than a foot between us then. (laughs) 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 Amusing. And no, he does not pick me up and carry me places. Before anybody starts thinking that. I saw you. No well, kidding. I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> I wasn't anyway. before. Anyway, you know, they're like, so everything's calmed down, and they had their nice little moment. It's like, good night, good night. Like, two seconds. Then you hear the loudest rock music. Rock and roll. It's like, what? Like, crap, like, not even, like, good crappy 80s rock yeah, music. Just, like, crappy, crappy just 80s. crappy, yeah. And they it's look like, at each other. What? They jump out of bed. <clears throat> and I think I had the same sort of moment that they did that they're like, what the heck is that? Because yeah. I'd almost forgotten at this point that the kid was there. They go out. Everyone shows up in the living room. And David's sitting there on the couch with these three kids hanging out. Head banging to this terrible music. It's not even worth head banging to. No. <clears throat> and, oh my gosh, the best thing. Like, they're like, what's going on? And like... Dorothy looks over at the kid sitting in the chair, and he's got, like, the real short haircut with the tiny little rat tail, and she just stares at him in disbelief <laughs> for a second before she goes on with what she's saying, and it is hilarious, cause, oh. like, really? Like, I, oh, I had a teacher, okay. Oh, no. In middle school, I had a teacher, oh, no. and she had really short hair, but she, like, this guy had, like, in the middle of the back of his head, uh-huh. a, a rat tail, but she had the rat tail on the bottom. Oh, my God. And we had, you know, like, Spirit Week, where we dress up as different things, and the bo- some of the boys in one of her classes dressed up as her mm-hmm. on Twin Day, so they, like, tied little strings to the back of their hair. And they were her for, for Twin Day, and it was really hilarious. That is very funny. But she had a rat tail, and I'm like... I can't believe rat tail is a hairstyle. Oh, no, this was like 1995. This wasn't even like 1985 when this show was on. This was like 10 years later, and I it was a lady... Rat tails in the 90s. But this was like a lady in her 40s with oh, one. Oh, honey. I don't know how old she was. She tanned way too much and her mother was a substitute teacher and she tanned way too much. So I couldn't tell how old either one of them actually were. Oh, honeys. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, and, honeys. um... I hope they see pictures of themselves from back then and think, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna name names, but they, they had some amusing names. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not like weird names, but anyway. You can ask me later. If I'm going to call know. them Sunflower and Lilypad. Oh, okay. That sounds good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they're all like, what's up? You know, what's going on here? Asking David what's up. And he's like, oh, I was bored. So I went out to get a pizza. And then I met some people. And I brought some friends back. And I'm like, okay. First of all, remember- who in Miami is letting their 14-year-old sons just run around in the middle of the night so some stranger can find did them. They give, did they give him, oh well, I was going to say, did they give him a key? But, I mean, the door doesn't lock itself when you go out, so never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, and we know that it's 2 a.m. Because they come back and they're like, it's 2 a.m., what are you doing? Yeah. Also, they're old. What were Sophia and Dorothy doing up until 2 a.m.? Right, and, that's what, and, then, and then when they say it's 2 a.m., I'm like... Was she really studying until 2 a.m.? And then Sophia... But then again, like, my father-in-law, like I said, like, he would sleep, like, four hours is all he slept. But he'd take naps during the day. Ah. A nap. That's Um, supposed to be, like, better for you, I've heard. Maybe I'll do that. I'll wait till work during the day. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So three days a week I can take naps during the day. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but, like... You know, he's all like, no, man, it's not a big deal. He's like, come on, life is short, especially for you guys. <laughs> I'm like, ouch, man. Come what on, a dude. little shit. Yeah, like, he, but he's on fire. Come on. He's got a lot of, a lot of good ones. And uh, anyway, but they like make it, they're, he's being all sassy and they're, ma- and they're like, okay, everybody out. Like, Dorothy, the teacher oh, in yes. her comes out and she's like, everybody oh, out. 
And then she's like, not you to David. You know, like, no way. You ain't oh, leaving. Dorothy was a badass. And, um. Putting her foot down. And then, she, yeah. And so, instead of just, like, letting them leave and maybe taking shit with them, she's like, all right, if you took anything, you better leave it or I'm going to call every narc in the county on you. And then one guy, like, hands, like, an ashtray, like a crystal <laughs> ashtray or something to, to Blanche as he's going out the door. And she's just like, <gasps> you know, because she can't believe that somebody, like, took something. And that's kind of funny. And <clears throat> they're all like, oh, you, you know, you, why are you have such a bad attitude and blah, 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 and talking to him. And then, and then David. He goes something like, well, you guys can kiss my attitude. It's like, ooh, ooh. Yikes. Mouth on this boy. Where, where did they, did they say where he was actually from? Did he live, like, in Georgia or somewhere originally? Like, I don't, I say. All I, I know is, was a, it was a city. Yeah. Yeah. So like, they lived in the city somewhere. So, I don't know if they, like, li- of course, Atlanta, technically Atlanta is not as big as the city we live in, even though. It's not? Yeah, but that's just it's definitely because, more urban. It's because our metro it takes up more of the county. Okay. Anyway, um, we might be the si- biggest city in our state, just barely now because the other ones are getting bigger. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So apparently, Atlanta, the Atlanta city limits doesn't have as many people as we do in the Louisville city limits, just because we take mm. up more of the county. We're in Atlanta; they take up less. And it's more downtown, like, businesses and stuff. Oh. You know, there's, like, condos and things. I've only been there, like, once. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's, like, a, like, you know, a little section with ten times as many, like, big buildings as we have downtown. <laughs> hmm. And an Ikea. We don't have an Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. We were a little sad we don't have Ikea. <laughs> Come on, I gotta drive an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half to get to Ikea. Life is so hard. It's rough, man. <laughs> but then again, if I were in Atlanta, sometimes traffic, it would be at least that long to get there. Oof. Oof. Anyway. Um, so, you know, David's all sassy. Kiss my attitude. Snarky. Whatever. Sophia just smacks the hell out of him. It's great. She doesn't smack the hell out of him. She slaps him. Whatever. But everyone reacts like she slapped the hell out of him. And yes. it was a good time. She anyway. does just sort of slap him, I guess. Whatever. He takes it like... Anyway. That's true. Ooh, he takes the it like way a he takes 14-year-old it. little boy. He's he's mad and he runs off and pouts, you know. He runs out to the lanai and he's all pouty and mad. But And everyone's all, like, shocked that Sophia would do that. And yeah. And Blanche goes, Do all you Italians know is how, it's how to scream and and hit? That's what she's screaming, hit. And uh, Sophia says, no, we also know how to make love and sing opera. <laughs> She's so proud. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, that's one of the few times she doesn't say something about cooking or pasta or something about being Italian. So that's kind yeah. of good. Um, anyway, but uh, Blanche goes off after him and, you know, they're kind of like, why did you do that to Sophia? And she goes, you wouldn't let me get the melon baller. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. I stand by Sophia slapping him yeah he she didn't like and she didn't i guess she didn't hit him that hard it's just the way he took it yeah that's true you're right she just kind of went a little you know i mean he was being an ass Mm. that's absolutely true i did hit somebody Um. being an ass i wouldn't beat the crap out of anyone but um put him in that place anyway so blaine turns out to david and he's all pouty and he's like I'm gonna go home. I'd rather be there by myself instead of trapped here with you. <laughs> Good impression. You guys are mean, you know, kind of thing. He doesn't say you guys are mean, but he's like, mm, he implies it. That's just how he's talking and <laughs> wearing his wearing his big yellow sweatshirt with a a button a button up shirt with the sleeves rolled up it over top of a sweatshirt. Ever. Like, his sweatshirt is already two sizes too big, so the other shirt was, like, four sizes too big. See, what had happened was, they spent all the costuming budget on that dapper policeman. <laughs> so the actor who played David probably just came in and wore what he was wearing. Oh, oh, you, th- you think he was that 80s? <laughs> he was that 80s of a kid, he'd wear that? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the, the like, tight-rolled jeans and the, yeah. All oh, that. yeah. And the big, the big, like... L.A. sneakers. What were they? Oh my gosh! I she, don't what were they called? Remember. My mom had some. Anyway, um, 
off the subject, you remember the ones with the little pumps on the... Yes. The, the, yeah, that was that was crap, but they were cool. And I yeah. had a backpack that had those little pumps on the <gasps> on the arm things, on the shoulder straps. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> that actually helped. Pumping up your, your the tongue on your shoes does not help that anything. doesn't make any sense. That was dumb. Uh, but yeah, on the shoulder straps, that. that worked really well. Um, <laughs> it was purple. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... Like, the next day, uh, it, it goes to the next day. You know, we haven't really resolved what's going on with David or whatever. He's just pissed off because he can't do whatever he wants. Because he always does whatever he wants. But he does whatever he wants because his parents don't pay attention to him. And he's just acting out. Really. You know, it's all, like, cyclical. Like, he's just... Right. He's Which just, is legitimately... I'm sad because I want him to be happy. Right. He's not just a punk kid. He's right, a yeah. punk kid whose parents don't get along. And they probably have a lot of money. And they're just ignoring him because they had, like, because, oh, he has everything he could want. But right. things aren't necessarily what's important. Like, we didn't have a lot of money, but I was not a bad kid because right. I feel like I had a lot of love and support and some discipline. I didn't have as much as some, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of a hippie, dippy trippy kid. So, you know. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, man, just do the right thing. That's kind of my whole philosophy, so whatever. Um, <laughs> but, like, he need, you know, it's a, you need structure. Like, my ADD needs structure a lot. You know, but, yeah. you know, anyway. Um, I get, so they're sitting around um, writing a list of things for him to do. Because they want him to have structure and to feel like he's needed, I think, really. To make him feel like he's important and loved and want, like and wanted. And, of course, he's not... We see that he does not feel necessarily that way about doing these chores. But, at first. Because um, I think that's something... Some I think some kids don't like to do chores because they feel like, oh, you're just trying to punish me. And sometimes they are for a punishment, but, so, but sometimes it's also so that when you're older, you know how to do things. Um, yeah, I'm going to make you do the laundry because you're going to need to know how to do that. Right. I mean, when or I was whatever. a kid, I didn't understand. I'm like, oh, chores are awful. Why, why do I have to yeah. do chores? And now I'm so glad I had to do chores because I can, I'm self-sufficient right because there are a lot of kids who don't know how to do that kind of stuff they go off on their own and they're like holy shit what do i do exactly and you know and then it's bad enough that nobody teaches them how to write checks or balance a checkbook or any of that kind of stuff and so they can't even manage their own money or do their laundry or make food or you know anything you know and Okay, too deep. Yeah, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Too deep. (laughs) This is not a political podcast. Well, that's not what it is. It's just, come on. Well. I don't know. People, (laughs) it's just sad, because people don't, I don't know. They, They try to give, some people try to give their kids everything without giving them the stuff, the real stuff that's important. Like, knowledge. And love. And nurturing. Anyway. So they're going through this list of chores. (laughs) Yes. And the last item on the list is scrub the denture cup. <laughs> and the camera pans over to Sophia, and she just looks so proud. That was my idea. She's like, I hate it. I hate doing that. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um, <laughs> and then... Anyway, and, and, and Blanche is like, oh, are you sure? I mean, this is, sounds like an awful lot of stuff, and it's, it seems like a lot of hard work, and blah, blah, blah. And so then the other girls all talk about the things that they had to do. You know, growing up. So, Rose says that, you know, they had to... Uh, they had all these chores uh, on the farm. On the farm, you know. And she talks about her one-eyed pig, which leads Dorothy to ask if they ran a farm for handicapped animals. <laughs> the one-eyed pig was called Larry. Yes, Larry. That made me happy. Larry the one-eyed pig, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and then, you know, uh, Dorothy then, talks about having to, like, dust and vacuum and clean the house you know and all that yeah. kind of stuff and because <laughs> be, oh because Blanche says well he's a city boy he doesn't live on a farm he doesn't know any of that stuff and then so Dorothy says you know this is all the stuff that she did which is a lot of the stuff that they wrote down for him to do yeah and 
Blanche is like, oh, did you go to a military school? <laughs> like, and I keep forgetting that that is perfect to Blanche's character because Blanche grew up on a big old southern plantation. Yeah. And they probably did have a lot of money because we know that she's had, like, servants and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like and, a nanny. And... Yeah, and even, you know, she had her own nanny. And even, there are even times later on where, I think later on, uh, or maybe we've already passed it, where um, she said something about she had a governess for her children. So, hmm, I don't remember that. So, yeah, it must be coming up. Because I watch yeah. this a lot, so I'm getting times confused, I guess. Um, but, like, you know, so that that she's from that kind of family, you know, where they had lots of money and they had people to do things for them. So she's not used to any of that, really. And, um, but Sophia was like, uh, no, she lived with me, you know, kind of like, duh, <laughs> you know. Um, and then Rose asks Sophia, did you have chores in Sicily? Oh, yes. And Sophia's like, of course we had chores in Sicily. Walking across the street without getting pregnant was a chore. <laughs> <laughs> Which a few there's a little bit in between, and then Rose asks how that was a chore, and Sophia goes cheap Chianti in narrow streets, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Anyway, oh, um, Rose, <laughs> but because uh, Blanche, Blanche, you know they're like Blanche is blaming Janet. She doesn't want to blame Janet for the way David is, kind of thing. And so, and so then they're like, "Don't blame Janet," kind of thing. And she's like, "You're right. I blame my mother." Totally skipping her <laughs> any, you know, anything that she might have done to make Janet the way she is, which makes David the way he is, um, which totally describes the way Blanche is. <laughs> right. Exactly. So maybe it was her mother's fault. Who knows? Um. Anyway, but um. <laughs> Uh, they, uh, oh, yes, okay, I was like, where are we at? Uh, uh, it, it, tur- it comes, it go- the next scene is later on that night, and it's like, it's night time, uh, and the light comes on, and David's sneaking out of the house, and Dorothy catches him. And she gives him a pretty good pep talk, I think. Yeah. So, um. First she's like, where are you going? How are you going to get there? Kind of like interrogating him and making him feel bad, and yeah. And then comes the pep talk, and yeah, yeah, some yeah. More teacher Dorothy, and right? Ma- yeah. Mother Dorothy, and yeah, because she's definitely kind of like, you know, what's the point in leaving? Everything's gonna be bad. She's like, everybody's got crappy things they have to do. Not everything's gonna be great. And for me, I like that better as a pep talk because. It's good to know that everybody goes through bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got hard times. Sometimes you don't even see it. Which, she said that by saying, even the president has crappy things to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and it's true. It's like, you know, you've got to make decisions. And you've got to learn how to deal with that stuff. And that things can't always be great. But you've got to make the best of it. And, you know, and she told him if he sticks around and he does the stuff, he'll feel better. And that when thing, and that he'll have a better time. And when things get too hard at home, you know, like his parents are fighting too much or whatever, or ignoring him or whatever, he can come back and hang out there. And they'll take him and it'll be fine, you know. And so I thought that was really nice of her to, like, talk to him like that. And it really showed that she cared about him because he was saying nobody cared about him. And she said that she did, and that Sophia did, because Sophia only hits people that she cares about. And that, of course, Blanche does. She didn't say anything about Rose, but Rose likes everybody, so that's kind of obvious. (laughs) It's implied. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely implied. Basically, she's saying, all those girls love him. Yeah, and, you know, and it was really nice, because sometimes, I mean, sometimes even as an adult, you kind of feel like people don't care, or, you know, you've got bad stuff, but... God, you feel that especially as an adult. Right, exactly. And, you know, and it's... And when you're a teenager and you feel that stuff, you feel like no one understands and no one knows, and so it was really cool for her to be like, trust me, people know it's always going to be like this, but it's going to be better. Yep. Even though there's still going to be crappy things, things are going to be better than than they are, you know, presently. It's just going to be so, different crappy yes, things. Yes, yeah. And you learn to deal with it, and you're, you know... So that was cool. I like that. But, uh, but yeah, I liked like you know she was she was sort of the 
the uh, stern moving into teacher into mother kind mm-hmm. of like she had a nice little progression yeah. in her in her one minute speech or whatever so yeah it was a good moment yeah i liked it um uh so you know it's sort of resolved and david's kind of like yeah all right so he's going to stay and she takes him off into the kitchen to make him a sandwich um Oh, I wrote good pep talk. That's hilarious. (laughs) In my notes, good pep talk. Um, So, then we go to, I don't know, a few days later, maybe. Yeah, he'd been there Uh, about a week. Yeah, we know he'd been there a week. We're not sure how, what days any of this other stuff really happened on. First two or three days, maybe. So, he's been there a week. They're out on a little night. um, And it's... uh, they're celebrating. Night, they're, yeah, they're, they're they've got having a little party. Yeah, just the five of them. Uh, it's nighttime. They've got you know punch and cake and all that good stuff. Um, and Dorothy made an A on her French test. Ooh, go Dorothy! Yay! Um, uh, and David's done really well. He's really helped out around the house, and he seems to be Dritten really happy. Up his act. Yeah, and took him a whole week. Yeah, but you know he seems to be doing really good, and. You know, they toast him, and they toast Dorothy and all that, and he says that he wants to live with them full time. And that's where they could have dropped in, like, a record scratch, yeah. I think, because everybody's like, oh? Yeah. You, you know? see Dorothy and Sophia looking at each other like, yeah. oh, we got to live together. Yeah, like, and so... But then... So Sophia, like wants to neutralize the situation. She goes, let's go get some ice cream. I'll show you. Or he says he's going to go get ice cream. She's like, I'll show you where the good stuff is. <laughs> and then as she's like trying to get him out of there, she goes, call his mother. <laughs> anyway. And then they all kind of decide that it's a good thing mm-hmm. that he wants to live there with him. Yeah, but they don't think necessarily that he could because right. they're so old and, you know, they're not. Right. They're already grandmothers and they don't want to have to raise kids again, but at least he's doing well and, you know, they can appreciate, they can appreciate that he would be doing well and he would be happy, but they don't know how they feel, how it would be on them. Right. It's kind of like mixed emotions about this. So Blanche gets the phone. Uh, the good old cordless phone with like the straight, like the pull out, you know, thing oh, on it. good times. Thing. I didn't know they had those in the 80s. I'll be yes. Honest. I thought everything still had cords. <laughs> no, no, no. They had the really, those were like really nice cordless phones at the time. Cool. And she, like, calls her daughter from the lanai or whatever. Uh, I remember we had one that had, like, the antenna that you had to pull out. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, anyway, um, now people don't have phones in their home anymore at all. No, That's so weird. Biz- bizarre. Uh, even my mom doesn't have one. I think my stepmom has a landline. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so she calls Janet. Uh, they're in Hawaii. I don't know... <laughs> I didn't see her get out a piece of paper to call her, so I don't know how she... Maybe they have... Maybe I'm right, and they are rich, and they have a cell phone or something. They have one of those, like, big block... Maybe Zach she has a cell phone on speed dial, just in yeah, maybe. case of emergencies. So they're supposed to be in Hawaii, and she calls her, and Blanche is like, listen here, I, I'm gonna I've decided to keep yeah. David here and yeah. raise him on my own. Yeah, she's... She says, I'd love to have a chance to raise David. And Cindy goes, oh, she shouldn't have said it like that. Mm, she, there was a much better way Blanche yes, could have said yes. that to her daughter. Yeah. but She it, did not have to decide, he's my boy now. Right, exactly. And, um, you know, and she's like, well, David says that you guys are always fighting and he always feels left out and, you know, and you just ignore him and all this stuff. And she's like, and I just won't stand for it, you know. And she's like you know, you better, you better do something about it. And she lays down the law to her daughter, and who I think it's probably kind of like, what is wrong with you, lady? Because she was probably, I'm sure she was never like that, you know? No. And, um, so she, you know, she lays it all into her, and then she hangs up, and she goes, she's gonna have to wake up the Yankee. Which, for this 30-year-old show, (laughs) I keep going, wake him up! They're in Hawaii. It's not morning because it's nighttime in Miami. So I looked it up. And if, let's say, because he's there, it might be Christmas break. So if he's there during Christmas break, which it's not because they would have done Christmas. He's probably there during, like, summer break or something because he hasn't gone to school, right, the whole time he's there. So if he's there during the summer, it's, like, it's dark. So it's got to be, like, 
eight or nine o'clock. It has to be like eight thirty or nine o'clock. I live in the Easter time zone. I know when it gets dark in the summertime. <laughs> so let's say it's eight o'clock. So that means you go back six hours to where they are in Hawaii. That's just two p.m. So I guess his dad's taking a nap or something. Which I guess should be right, but I don't know. It's just hilarious because she's got to wake him up. So, Brooke has been ranting about this all day. I had to look it up to see exactly how many hours it was. Why is he waking him up? So, I (laughs) guess he just took a nap. He was boogie boarding or something and he got tired and they had to go back to the hotel and he had to take a nap. I don't know. How convenient for the progression of the story. Yes. (laughs) That they were in their hotel room when Blanche (laughs) called. (laughs) Anyway, I even wrote it down because I'm like, jeez. Anyway. So, we don't know what happens. Right. And it goes to, I guess, the next morning or mm-hmm. afternoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And David's leaving to go to the airport. Um, and we find out through their exposition that his parents want him to come to Hawaii for their last week of their trip or whatever. And to try to work things out. He, you know, makes a joke about he's never been ignored on an island before. So, we'll see what happens. But they really hope that things will work out and that they can, you know, get along. Like, all of them get along and, you know, like, his parents not fight, but his parents not ignore him and all that kind of thing. Um, and before he goes out the door, Dorothy says, you know, you can come back anytime you want. Like, if anything, whatever, we'll, we'll always be here for you. Just, you know, give us a call. And he, you know, he's like, oh, you know, thanks. And he leaves and... Blanche couldn't believe, she was like, oh, thank you so much for saying that to him. That was so nice. And Dorothy says, no, I really meant it. I mean, you know, he's a good kid. He can come back. That's fine, you know. So I thought that was really nice of her because, I mean, I don't know whatever Rose ever thought. If Rose finally thought it would be okay for him to come back. Since she was kind of worried about being a grandmother and having to raise a kid, <laughs> a teenager. <laughs> but um, Dorothy at least turned around and she was all right with it. Um. Oh, my, one of my favorite parts is that as he's saying, like, he's hugging everybody and saying goodbye. And when he gets to Sophia, he's like, he's like, see you later, slugger, or something. Yeah. <laughs> ah, slugger. Yeah. Um, but, um, Sophia is really happy to have her room back. Yeah. Um, uh, because of Dorothy snoring and all that stuff. <laughs> and Dorothy is, again, saying she does not snore. But Sophia had the best thing. Like, one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Sophia says, please, I had to turn you from the window so you wouldn't hail the drapes. Hail <laughs> <laughs> the drapes. I love it. <laughs> uh, oh, drapes are curtains. If you don't, if you're not all fancy and call them drapes. Um. Are you underestimating your listening I don't know. Some people may not call them that. I never call them that because that sounds too posh. It does sound really posh. You know what I mean? I'm like, curtains. That's what they are. Curtains. Window blankets. (laughs) If you've ever seen The Heat. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's hilarious. It's a good one. Nice. Melissa McCarthy's character calls them window blankets. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Anyway, all right. So, that was our... uh, that was our, our, our recap of, um, <laughs> of episode six <laughs> on Golden Girls, <laughs> which I think that's supposed to be like a play on Golden Pond or something on Golden Girls. Anyway. Oh, oh, I get oh, it. Oh, I forgot. There was a bit, a bit in the beginning when, um, with the whole thing, I have written this down, the whole thing about, um, David, when he went outside to the line, was pouting after his punk rock friends left, um... Rose goes, this is like a long day's journey into light. And Sophia, Sophia, Dorothy goes, night, Rose, because it's long day's journey into night. And then Rose just goes, night, Dorothy, and then leaves. Because she thinks Dorothy's (laughs) telling her good night, not telling her that it's night instead of light. And um, just for anybody's edification, that's that's a play. And it's about, like, somebody's kid who comes home and has drug, having drug abuse, and they... It, and it's how, it's like a 20, 24 hours or like from 8 a.m. to 12 midnight or whatever. Like, this whole entire day it takes place and how all of this drug abuse affects the family or something. So, uh, I guess she was just comparing it because they were up late and they were all worried and how David's behavior was, you know, <laughs> was affecting their family. <laughs> so, and I didn't write that in my notes, but I wrote that on my on my list of references to look up. So, huh. I saw it when I looked back at my page. So, you know. 
whatever. I thought that is a, that was a pretty good joke, though. <laughs> All right, so we can do the awards. Look, I did it. I did, it. <laughs> I did a drum roll. Uh, I did a drum roll today. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. For best shoulder pads. I suggested we give it to David because he was unapologetically, I can't even say that word anymore, 80s, because a sweatshirt under Oh, my god! Anyway, because he wore so many, like, oversized baggy button-up shirts over T-shirts and then, like, tight-rolled jeans and big, huge sneakers. Definitely had the 80s And denim jackets, you know, all all of it. It was great. Like, when he first comes in, like, I think he's supposed to be a little more of, like, like, your first time you see him, you're supposed to think, oh, yeah, this kid is a punk because he comes in with a leather jacket on. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't wear that leather jacket any other time no. in the episode. I'm like, what? No. But then again, it can't be summer if he's wearing freaking leather jackets. Right. And, Maybe uh, it's like fall break. Maybe. Dude. But he was there a week. Anyway. He's homeschooled or something. And even then, I don't know the climate in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, he was just ditching school. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> I mean, his parents were gone. He had nowhere else to go, apparently. Um. um anyway, <laughs> our St. Olaf Award goes to Rose's story about Alice the cow. <laughs> I'm still upset that we don't know this whole story. I need to know how. Like, first of all, how did this cow sit on the stool? <laughs> Second of all, why was this cow sitting on the stool? It was an unfortunate plowing accident. <laughs> And how did they milk it? <laughs> Where did they stand if the cow was sitting on the stool? Maybe the stool was high enough to act like the cow's legs. I don't know. Maybe it was a full-size <gasps> oh. stool. Not a cow milking size stool. You're thinking of like a little tiny so short like stool that you stool. sit on. More like a bar stool, maybe. So, how does this cow... I don't know. I need... <laughs> I need cow. more clarification on this cow <laughs> is what I'm getting at. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I need to know. <sighs> anyway, all right. Um, <laughs> so our our zinger award. Okay, David had a lot of really good zingers. So we thinking about maybe giving it to him, but we decided to. It's sort of like a. It was sort of a toss up because the whole yeah. the whole bit of Sophia and Dorothy like their back and forth in the bedroom was hilarious. So we're gonna give it to Dorothy for when Sophia was mentioning all of her ointments creams. and creams she had on. Uh, when Dorothy said, "What are you gonna do? Pickle pickle yourself so you live to be a hundred? We thought that one was pretty funny. But also the comeback about uh, Sophia needed a Dramamine for for uh, Dorothy rolling around came in. Very close second. Mm-hmm. So, um, they might, it might almost, it might be a tie. But yeah. we'll let you guys judge But for also, yourself. kiss my attitude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, yes. What's that piece of trivia you were talking about? Sorry, this is unrelated. Oh. Um, David's name is the same name as. Oh, oh. Later on, yes, I mentioned, because I was writing down David's name. And that David is Blanche's grandson's name, but in a later episode, which it might be this season, we find out that Blanche's husband has an illegitimate son, and his name is also David. So, there's something to look forward to. <laughs> another another of the same name. <laughs> I don't know, I think it's this season. Excuse me while I confer. Because it seems like it's an old-looking one, if that makes any sense. Because you can tell by the seasons, by how, by the definition of this TV. I mean, obviously they were not ever in high definition. But you can tell that the filming got better and that their hairstyles got a little better. I mean, 80s-wise. <laughs> but <laughs> So, anyway, that one might be in the first, yeah. maybe in the second one. Well, while you're looking, I'm nah. going to talk about the cheesecakes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I'm not going to look anymore for it. It was tough to rate this episode for me because I mm-hmm. liked it, mm-hmm. but it's not my favorite. Right. So, two and a half cheesecakes for me. Okay. It was good, but I think if it were on TV, I'd probably still change the channel. Yeah. 
Look for something else. Yeah, this is not necessarily one of my favorite ones to watch because, okay, I like David being sassy. That's funny. And but if I've missed the part of Sophia and Rose and Sophia and Rose, Sophia and Dorothy, their uh, dialogue in the bedroom when they're trying to go to sleep, if I've missed that, I'm not going to watch the end of it. Yeah. If I turn it before then, I might turn it and try to turn it back because that is my favorite part. That is mine too. Because it's really funny, and then it's got a touching part. It's got like a whole broad range of emotions going yeah. on, and I really like like I think those two actresses mesh really well together and they work out well even though they're like basically the same age they still like work really well and come across yes have good chemistry and come across like they are like mother and daughter a mother and daughter kind of like this it's like they're like the not as quirky version of Rory and Lorelai before ah. Gilmore Girls, you know, because they talk to each other and they kind of make fun of each other and they're there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have a good relationship and stuff because they kind of make fun of each other and stuff, but then also they share clothes and they, you know, talk about boys or whatever. But right. <laughs> we didn't, we never saw Sophia and, and Dorothy when Dorothy was young, so, you know, whatever. This is true. Anyway. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so I gave it three at the sink. I don't think I'd <laughs> And um, so, looks like we're at the end. So, uh, thank you for listening this week. Uh, join us next time for the competition. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> See you next time. And thank you for being a friend. Yep. Thank you for listening to Picture It Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash pictureitpod. And follow us on Twitter at pictureitpod. And check us out on Tumblr at pictureitpodcast.tumblr.com. Or send us an email to pictureitpodcast at gmail.com.